This is Pedro. This is Tara. And welcome to the Goddess Real and Raw Talk Show. Hi, everyone. Happy Sunday. Happy Sunday, everyone. Hello, hello, hello. How was your week, Pedro? Oh, my week was fine. How was yours? It was good. A little under the weather, but I'm all right. Mm-hmm. Dealing with a little, little um, not sure yet. Go to the dentist in the morning, find out. Yeah, little aches and pains. Little aches and pains, a little soreness underneath my jaw, but I'll be all right. I can't believe that we already edited the week already. Uh, yes, Time go by too fast. It's already Monday. I'm we, telling we you, got a blink. It's gonna be Friday again. Once again, it'll be, be the weekend. Mm-hmm. Be another. Actually, it was a busy weekend. Oh, well, yeah. Oh, yeah, I forgot about that. We did do Bible study. We had we started this new, my mother-in-law started a new Bible study. I said, I corrected that my mother-in-law started a new Bible study. Um, help, you know, helping children get their life to God and they want to get their life to God. And it's from age seven on up. But anyone, anyone can join if you really and you ready to give your heart to God. And she's she's a Bible worker and she's um helping win souls to god which oh, yeah. is always awesome absolutely awesome so so yeah so if you have any questions you can always just email us at the goddess ministry at gmail.com mm-hmm. and we can pass on information and um if any young people if you have any young people or any children or adults or adults that want to give their hearts to the lord um you're more than welcome to um, email us at like I said the goddess ministry at gmail.com or you can on Facebook mm-hmm. Tyler Songbird Goddard myself right Pedro Goddard senior and there's so many different ways to get a hold of us um, yeah if you want to get more information and maybe have your child take Bible um Bible we already Bible lessons we already started I think we have 36 kids it's amazing from um, all over the world from all over the world all over the place mm-hmm. gonna be um from from as far as Trinidad, Tobago, Aruba, mm-hmm. Canada, uh, U.S., U.K., and where else? Was it Grenada? Was Grenada, it? yeah. It was. I knew it was one more Grenada. Right. Yeah. And so they, they um, they all joined in, and then about seven states in the U.S. Right. Different states. So they're from all over, from like North Carolina to mm-hmm. Florida to New York to can't remember the rest. It was a lot of people. Virginia. Yeah, Virginia, yeah. Yeah, it was a few. It was a few couple places. So um, we didn't expect it to be so big when we first started. She thought it was just going to be like 12 kids. And next thing we have 36. So 36 and probably more as time go on, you know. And as we say, to God be the glory, you Mm -hmm. know, he's just working mysterious ways. So we hope that this will pass on and this will go to something even bigger and, um, and definitely better. For right. the betterment of your child, or whoever wants to learn more about Christ and um, give their heart to the Lord, right? And have Bible studies, right? We're gonna be doing it online every um Saturday, Sabbath at right. two o'clock. No, no, I'm sorry, at nine o'clock Eastern time. I said that way, nine o'clock Eastern time, right? So nine o'clock New York time, mm-hmm. um, it will be on. Um, like I say, if you want the information, we can pass it along and get you set up. Yeah, um, just let us know. And it's also a flyer on our page. If you didn't see it, um, we can also pass that along to you as well. Yeah, we'll so. be posted. Um, right. 
when we're done with the show right onto our facebook pages yeah. we're also starting on we also on a different platform we're on the on a flight on a facebook platform right youtube platform and twitter platform mm-hmm. but today we're starting on we had a um platform already that we did a couple of years ago when my son was dealing with racism mm-hmm. and it was called the time is now we have changed it to the god is real and raw mm-hmm. and that's what we're going to be using from now on on our facebook page right um you can still go to our our names and you can still um look at it because we are shared to our page right but every all the content everything all the shows everything will be on the facebook page the goddards real and war mm-hmm. or was it at the goddards it's just at the goddards ministry isn't it yeah or they can just look up the goddards real and Raw, and you know pop up right on uh, and facebook, yeah. pop up on facebook and the god and the goddards ministry on youtube right and so we'll, right. um that's gonna be a new platform that we're using um since we had it already in place right it was just um sitting there we figured we should use that so that's what you will be seeing us going forward on there right um and like i said we'll still be sharing it to our page so you'll be still be able to look it up on our page right each individual pages but it'll be more on the goddess over there or on facebook page right so so um, go like and follow and and hope you are blessed or inspired or don't whatever. even put a post right. negative or positive right we got a couple of negative we had a couple of positive yeah so got yeah. a couple people that were not too happy right we had some people <laughs> that were very happy yeah so it's it's good you take the good with the bad mm-hmm. you don't let that affect you when we're not trying to do anything spectacular we're just trying to have a ministry right for god and to show god you know um, share the goodness that God has done for us over the years. Right. Um, and that's pretty much where we're going with that. Yeah. And just talk about things and be real about it and raw. That's right. And hopefully somebody be blessed and hopefully somebody will listen and and we're just, you know, we hope the whole thing about doing this, which I've learned because I was very skeptical about this, skeptical about doing this was it's just by learning more about yourself i mean now i have to look up things and right <laughs> i've never been a person that likes looking up stuff information information now <laughs> i'll tell you i don't like the news i don't like the um newspaper right i don't uh, she'll be like oh did you hear and i'm like yeah no okay <laughs> you know i'm like yeah whatever it's whatever you know but now i have to be more um attentive to what's going on and stuff and and we talk about different topics. I have to now look up different topics and right. um, just, you know, do a little background. So, I, you know. But it's yeah. always good to look up information so you can know because knowledge yeah, no, is power. Yeah, knowledge is power. I know. Yeah. I know but I got lazy. <laughs> so. Be honest with you. I got lazy. So, mm-hmm. I'll be honest. I got lazy. So. so you want to pray for us so we can start? You always pray so well. You can pray. <laughs> Lord, thank you for this day. Lord, thank you for allowing us to see this beautiful Sunday and everyone that's watching and listening on the podcast and on Facebook and YouTube and Twitter, wherever you're reaching from, we just want to pray for you right now and asking God to bless you and your family and your life and your health and in everything that you do. And as we do this show, Lord, I pray someone is um, is expired or get some information that they may need or just some encouragement, Lord. Thank you, Lord, again, for Pedro and myself and for everyone that's here. Lord, I pray, amen. Amen. Amen.
So today's topic is about grief in the different forms, the different types, the different, um, what? The different, the different type of grief. You have, yeah. Grief is not just death. No, everybody associates grief with death, but it's not. Mm-hmm. And from doing a little bit of studying and looking at stuff, we've learned that is not just that is not just um, the only thing that grief is about. There's so many different forms of grief mm-hmm. that amazes me because um, I was looking it up and it was like one, two. There's so many different. It's like, right. um, yeah, you know, they have the seven seven griefs. That's after somebody passes, though. Right. But then they have the other griefs that ju- that just um, talk about all the different types that you can go through that you could be suffering from. Right. And as a male, we don't like to talk about our grief or anything that's going on in our life. Mm-hmm. So um, I think a lot of times we, we suffer from, we, we, we're grieving, but we don't um, express it. So we don't realize that we are grieving. I know I've been through some grief sessions in my life. Um, I could already recognize. I mean, I already knew from in the past what I was some of the things that I was going through. Look at a couple of things and see where where we stood. Did you want to start, or you wanted to just go right in, just like you're doing? Okay. So we all know the normal grief. Grief of when somebody passes, you grieve. Um, it's always good to grieve. Um, I'm gonna be honest. I was always a, when it comes when it comes to somebody passing, I I, I never looked at it as a I won't say a negative. I never looked at it as a um, bad thing. I mean, I know when young people pass and when when people, certain instances when people pass, yes, is a sad thing. But I'm really of the belief that everything happens for a reason. It's, it's not always what we like to hear. It's always not like, like um, what we want to hear. But God has a plan for everything. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, uh, when we... we we thought about doing this because over the past what, two weeks, right. we've seen about five funerals on YouTube. And that was just in Bermuda alone. And we were like, wow. It's just like every time we turn on YouTube and there's a funeral, there's a funeral. And um, there's just um, friends and family and just people in general just passing away. Um, so I said to the wife, I think we should do something about grief. Right. Um, we just suffered some grief in our family about two months ago. Right. When a family member of mine passed away. Mm-hmm. Um, hit us very hard because it was so sudden. Um, that's the thing, like, you know, grief can just hit you so hard, you don't even realize that you're even grieving. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, and I was always of the belief that I used to get not mad at people, but I feel like, I, I now understand it now that I've done some investigation and read more about it. Cause I'll be honest, I did not always read about it. I knew about it from growing up, right? but, um, you know, everybody deals with grief differently. Mm-hmm. Um, there's some people that 30 years later still miss their mother or their father or their family member. Um, and so, you know, they, they say, um, you know, missing you or, or, you know, wish you was here and, and I'll be honest, I sometimes was like, my goodness, it's like been 30 years. But as I read about the, the forms and the way grief manifests itself, I have to 
So that was wrong to react that way. Yeah. I was I just about to, realize, to say. I, I, I got you. <laughs> I have to realize I have to say I was wrong for reacting that way. Right. Because just because I don't grieve a way doesn't mean that you can't grieve your way. Right. And that's something that I learned because I'm the, you know, um, my, my father passed. Well, my stepfather passed, but I called my father. He passed about 10 years ago. Mm-hmm. And when he passed, I didn't grieve right away. And I didn't show no emotions either. Um, but see, as I thought about it, God has a funny way of making you realize that you're in pain. And the reason why I say that, because just quick story, I was um, working for a water truck company. And I was delivering water. And the house was on top of a hill. Now, this was like two days after, a day, almost two days after, because he was in Alabama, so I couldn't visit him. Right. So um, I couldn't visit him, but I could look at it on YouTube. And um, I was delivering water, and I was on top of this, like, road, this road, and I was dumping the water down into the tank. And when I, I dumped the water, I would go get more water, come back, go get more water, come back. What I didn't realize was that the day before it had been pouring rain in Bermuda because it does rain in Bermuda. Right. And we have what's called Bermuda sand. So the, the road had become very soft. So I got this ton, I got this, how many, I got 2,000 gallons of water in a big truck. So we got thousands of tons of, you know, tons of water and tons of um, weight. Right. And when I, dump out water at one point i leave i come back and as i'm sitting there and i'm getting ready to, to let out the water all of a sudden all of a sudden i realized i could actually look back and this it was like a tv movie and i could just see the road just like crackling and it was like coming right at the truck right and all of a sudden the truck just stopped leaning to the left and when it leaned to the left, um, there was nothing but a hill. And the hill, um, if it was, a, it was a make God was was working with me that day. I mean, that was the day I, I could have really, I should have died. Mm. I I do believe that, or I really could have been seriously hurt because the truck, if the truck would have stopped tumbling, I would have tumbled into the house. Right. But believe it or not, through all that stone was as the road broke away. There was just this one piece of stone that was sticking out the sand <laughs> and it caught the wheel. And I literally, like, because when I saw it start to do, I tried to lean to, to put it in gear and go forward. Mm-hmm. So I kind of sped up a little bit, but I it's just too late. So I kind of just slid and the wheel caught onto the rock. Right. And it was at that moment that I realized how life was so precious. And I don't think I ever told you this, but I actually just broke down and started crying right then and there. Really? You never told me that. Yeah, I never did. I just stopped breaking down and crying right there because I realized how much I miss my father. And I realized um, what really was going on. And I realized what was really the, um, like, because I just don't, I don't, I I look at death as as something that God has to happen in order for, I always believe when somebody dies, something good happens. Right. I'm a firm believer of that. When when there's death, there's life. Um, when there's um, bad things happening, there's good things happening. I always believe that God 
um, what's the word? He makes it right with the world. Right. And so, um, yeah. And so that was my grieving. And that's probably the only time I've ever grieved over somebody. Really? Yeah. Wow. Even when a family member died, passed away a couple of months ago, I didn't grieve. I missed them, but I didn't. I mean, you but know. you know, sometimes it don't hit you right away. You know, it's 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 when it's that moment where you're going through something and you think about them, and then it become very strong on you, and then all of a sudden you just start crying out of nowhere. You know, and you just like, where did this come from? Because you never really cried. From the beginning, you never really gave yourself time to process the the loss of the person that was so close to you. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. And I think sometimes some people may live in denial of the person may be really gone. You know what I mean? Because you don't want to believe that the person is not there anymore, even though in reality they are you're not there. But dealing with dealing with any type of loss is hard. It's not just death. You got a loss of a job can be a, a part of a grief. A grief. You can have a loss of um, a loss of a house, or you lost your your finances. You don't have it anymore. Anything can can become a part of being a period of grief. Yeah, I, I think I probably grieved more during my divorces than I did during the death. Wow. What I, what was the what, what was the difference? I, I think because there is. When you're married to somebody and then you're no longer married and you're divorced, you, you it's like it's almost like I'm not comparing it, but you well divorce can be a sense of grief. Right. You, well. I'm saying it is a, I said mm -hmm. I grieved more because I realized that I was no longer gonna be with that person. Right. And so that made me really sad. Right. And really depressed and like really like like man, I don't you know, I really wanted to be with this person for the rest of my life because you know, I, I admit that each time I Put into I got married. I was never planning to. I don't mean to laugh. I'm sorry. My daughter just snuck in down to the stairs. I apologize. Um, I never, I never got married in the thought of that I'm going to get divorced. Right. So it was knowing that oh this is really over. Mm -hmm. So I, like I said, I really believe I I knew I grieved more when I through my divorces than I did through the death. And I think it's just it's just my mentality of my view of death. Right. Is why I don't grieve like other people um, may grieve. Yeah, you know, people that lost family members, how they they just can't they just go down in that hole and they can't get out. Right. And they just like you know, I, I just I don't know what I'm gonna do. I don't know what I'm gonna I'm not, I don't know how I'm gonna make it. Right. You know. Um, so. You know the hardest part with with grief is when people tell when people tell you when you should get over something. Mm -hmm. You know, I don't believe you should ever tell someone when to say it's time for you to not hurt anymore or to feel that pain. Because how are you know what I'm saying that people deal everybody deal with grief differently. You know what I mean? You can't if someone say, "Oh, they've been gone for all this time, so now you should you should be over it by now." No, not if it was they was close to them. If they had a connection, you know what I mean? If it's, you know, a child, a mother, a father, or a friend, you know, no one can tell you how to excel or how to deal with grief. Right. You know, 
Right. And then is so many like we talked. There's so many different types of grief because you have the grief for death. You have what's called anticipated and anticipatory grief, mm-hmm. where you somebody you know is is sick. A complicated grief, yeah. right? Mm-hmm. No. Anticipate, anticipatory. Oh, okay. Grief. Okay. And um, where you know that somebody's going to die and there's nothing you could do. Right. And you start grieving before they are even passed away. And then once they do pass, then you get hit with the realization that they did pass. Mm-hmm. Then you hit with the anger. A lot of times we say, why? We blame God. We blame whatever situation they was in. Um, you know, it's... it's you just you grieve so many different ways, and you just start, you know, like, man, why this? Why this had to happen to such a good person? We love right. to say that. Why does this always happen to such a good person? Mm-hmm. Um, but you know, it's it's like I said, there's just so many. It's you could we could spend hours and hours on the different types of grief that we have, right? You know, and then it turns into um, distorted grief. Mm-hmm. Where you know you you your anger you're so angered towards you're angered towards maybe somebody you blame somebody for the for the death or you blame somebody for the issue, and so now you're you're got a distorted grief where you're you're passing your grief on to the wrong person, mm-hmm. and you're angry and you're mad and you're just totally upset. So um, you know I I just think that we have to kind of recognize the different types of griefs. And I don't know if you want to go through them or you wanted to. I mean, you can. A lot of people only think, some people, not not everyone, but some people only think that grief is just death. They don't think it's um, anything else. When you have, when I did look up, you do have like divorce or relationship breakups. You have the loss of health. You have the loss of financial stability. Mm-hmm. You have the loss of a miscarriage or... Well, that's I, I, yeah, that's why I was looking right. up, mm-hmm. and um, a loss of a cherished dream or something that you always wanted to do, but now, you know, it's not coming to light. It's not going to happen, or or you thought it was going to happen, but now it's not going to happen. So you grieving over that because that's something that you desired. So now you grieving over that. Right. You know, a loved one that's that's sick that you can't help, and so you grieving over that. A loss of a friendship, somebody that's close to you that that you once, you know, invested a lot of time in, and now you're no longer friends anymore. Or even a family member. Right. Or even a family member. So now you're going through a process of getting used to not talking to them anymore. You're getting used to not seeing them anymore. Any type of grief can be hard, you, you know. You went through that. The loss of safety, yeah. Uh, trauma, if you'd have been through some type of trauma and, you know, You've been hurt, or, or somebody have done something to you, and now you're trying to figure out how to deal with it because now you may be having nightmares, or you may be going through different, you know, situations where you don't know how to deal with it. Then the best thing to do is, is to talk to someone. Don't hold it in. The worst thing you could do dealing with grief, whether it's death or whatever it is, or any of the ones that I named, um, talk to someone. Don't be afraid to, to communicate and just open up to someone that you trust that, that that's willing to listen you know now it's different when you got someone telling you how to deal with it versus someone actually listening to how you feel and how to then just be a listener that's the best thing we can do 
like if someone called me and, and, and they're going through something, the best thing I can do is just listen. And if they want me to say something, then I will say, okay, this is my opinion, or this is how I dealt with, or if you experienced it. And if you haven't had that type of experience, because not everyone have experienced losing a child, not everyone have experienced um, illnesses, not everyone have experienced losing a job. I'm just saying, you have these different things that some people can relate to, and you have things that people can relate to. And if you can't relate in a situation, the best thing to do is not to say anything, just listen. Yep. Don't tell someone to get over something. Don't tell someone when it's time. Grief is an individual situation. You get what I mean? Oh, definitely. Yeah. Um, and I have I have a family member um, that we talked, and I was told that whenever they call me, I just um, lift their spirits because I'm just so calm. Right. I'm not coming with you, but I'm coming with them. <laughs> I know I'm one, I'm jumping ahead before you even jump there. But it, but it's, you but, can you can be calm with me, but you can be calm with them. It's different because we round each other all the time. But when yeah, you're talking to me. someone that you know that that need that type I just, of right, I just let them talk. And right. When they talk. Mm-hmm. I just let them talk, and when they talk, and then I just say, so, you know, everything's gonna be right. Then I just give them a solution. I right. think sometimes if they want the solution. No, no, I'm saying right. If they want the solution, right. But you're right. Let me not say that. I don't always give them a solution. Sometimes I just make a joke, and then they just realize, you know, like, what am I stressing over? What am I worrying over? What am I grieving over? Right. Um. You know. Um. Because you're gonna think, you're gonna have your. I'm sorry to cut you off. You're gonna have your good and your bad days. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? It's no wrong or right way to grieve. No, you know not. what I mean? It's everybody's different, right? Everybody take things in differently. Everybody is self different things differently. You know, not everybody gonna respond to every situation the same. That's why we all different. Right. That's why well, God we have, made us we different. Have, we all have the different kinds. We have the traumatic grief, mm-hmm. um, which would just happen with that. Um, that would be probably with what would just happen with the the guy um, at the music festival, right? That'd be traumatic grief. Cause so many people got hurt and right. eight people passed so far, right. unfortunately. So that'd be like a traumatic and a collective grief because it's a community. Right. So everybody's feeling the hurt. Mm-hmm. And then we have, um, we have what's called the mass grief, mm-hmm. which, uh, this is when the person is unable to recognize that they're grieving. And you can actually, you know, funny, the thing is sometimes when you're grieving, then that's how you get sick. Right. Um, you could be feeling sick or you could be feeling like tired or you can actually make yourself very sick and, and you don't even realize it, but it's because you're holding on to whatever you're grieving for and you're not letting it out. Right. Um, the hardest thing to do is to let the grief is to let the grief out. If you don't let the grief out, it can consume you. It can overtake you it can just make you feel overwhelmed mm-hmm. and then that's why you know something people harm themselves or right they harm other people mm-hmm. or they because then they then it turns into the grief where they then are not you know using it for somebody using it on somebody else's somebody else's fault that they're right. grieving mm-hmm. so now i'm gonna hurt that person because it's their fault right and that's where it goes you know to that to that point right so, um, as you said, like there's so many. Then, of course, you have the delayed grief, where I think that's what I had with my father. Right. 
I think I had that as well right, because even though my father been dead since what 2008 was it yeah because I, I had Pedro a year after no it was 2007 seven, seven I'm sorry yeah because my father yeah. been dead since 2007 yeah and um it wasn't until his birthday came maybe a year or two ago I was sitting on the couch and all of a sudden I just start crying I was looking at pictures of him because I, I never cried at the funeral. As I think about it, I don't think I ever cried at the funeral. And I guess in my mind, he was, I couldn't, I just couldn't grasp that he wasn't there anymore, you know, after being in my life all this time. And I just sat there and I just thinking about it and I was just, the tears were just flowing down, you know, and to know that God blessed me with an earthly father that was good to me and my siblings, and he took care of us. He talked to me. All of those memories just start flooding back in my mind. And I was, and I just broke down. And I had such a sad moment at that time. But that's why, you know, the song that I love, you may have, Weeping Man Do It For A Night, but joy comes in the morning. Mm -hmm. And that is so true because even though I was sad that night, that morning when I woke up, I felt better. You know, I had, I, I started thinking, I said, you know what, Lord, even though my father's not here, thank you for giving me my father that I had and for allowing me to, to spend that time that I did share with him. But I always think about him. You never forget about people that you have spent your, your time with. You never forget about it. And you have these, and, and also I was also reading about these different myths that people say, the pain will go away faster if you ignore it. That's not true. No ignoring the pain is the worst thing you can do you know what i'm saying just like you're running away from something you know what i mean you know don't ever ignore or don't ever say it's oh let's get away fast and just just be done with it that's not true either and then you have another myth it's important to be strong and face your loss feeling sad and frightened or lonely is a normal reaction to loss Crime doesn't mean you are weak. And this is what I'm reading now. You don't need to protect your family or friends by putting on brave front. Showing the true feelings can be helpful to them and yourself. So when you lose, when you have lost someone, it's okay to say, it's okay to feel the way you're feeling. It's okay to feel like you're feeling lost. It's okay. Don't let nobody tell you it's wrong. You know what I mean? And you have another one that says, if you don't cry, it means you aren't sorry about the loss. That's not true. Now, just because you don't cry at the funeral, just because you don't cry and what people can see you physically sharing tears doesn't mean you don't feel pain. And that's that's how I am because I don't cry. Right. Um, I don't cry really at all. And it doesn't mean that I didn't care. It doesn't mean that I didn't, um, I don't miss the person. I just don't, I just never been that much of a crier when it came to, to funerals mm -hmm. or to the death of somebody. Right. And so therefore, um, yeah. And it hurts because like I said, even up to recently when I lost a family member, that one hurt. It was shocking. Mm -hmm. It really, really hurt. Um, one of the strangest and hardest one ever. But I still have not. I don't know if I, I've, I know I haven't grieved yet, and it probably happened one day, right. but I still miss them. 
Mm -hmm. I still, you know, wish that they was here. I can call them. Like, I still sometimes get, oh, I need to call them. Like, yeah, that's a period of grief as well. Yeah, because there's no specific time frame for grieving. How long it takes it different from one person to the next. And your 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 type of um, grieving could be different. Just like you said, you can be like, "Oh, I'm gonna give her a call and realize, oh, she's not here anymore," or "I'm a um, you know, or whatever it is, you know." Right. Yeah. Like I said, you know, I like man, like the family, like the family member, but um, you know, it, it is it is what it is. But I I do believe, you know, when it comes to things, I just. When it comes, I've, I, like I said, I've after investigating and looking up and things, I do not realize that I was totally wrong. Right. Um, for um, thinking sometimes, like, man, like, let it go. Because I was definitely one of those persons. Right. People that were like, yo, like, it's been like 15 years. Like, when are you going <laughs> to let it go? <laughs> you know? I ain't going to lie. I'm going to be honest. I was like that. Right. Sometimes. But, you know, after reading and, and investigating more and looking into it, I'm like you know what, um, just because my my way is my way doesn't mean someone else has to be my way. Everybody has their own path and their own way of dealing with things. So you know what, that's right. what it's going to be. Mm-hmm. So, so yeah, you know, it's like well, that's you know, I, I I've learned a new lesson, something new doing this show. Yeah, definitely. It's taught me to be more compassionate. Yeah, to people. And not to be so um mean right how do you and that's true don't be mean but how do people deal with grief in the sense of losing a job do you be like um oh you could just go get another job that's a period of grief. um so again with that it, it was funny because just today um i was listening to a talk show mm-hmm. um and the pastor was saying that he he um he was saying that he lets God lead him. And I'm, I'm really of that belief um, that when things happen in life, they happen for a reason. Mm-hmm. God has made it happen. Sometimes it's our own doing. Sometimes it's God's doing. Right. And I just believe that everything that happens, it, like if I lose a job, um, I lost the job because I was meant to lose the job. If I lost a job, it's because I was doing something. Most times, it was because I was doing something I shouldn't have been doing. Right. Um, and or like not showing up to work, and mm-hmm. they said, "Okay, enough absences. You're you gotta let you go." Right. And so that's my own doing because I know if I don't go to work, they're not gonna keep me on. But then now you're losing financial right. stability. Right. So and now you, you got know we two we things. went through we went through a whole bunch of grieving like that because it seemed like every time I lost a job, it was around the holidays. Lord, please don't speak that into existence. <laughs> I'm just saying it was like that. No, God's gonna God bless us. I'm not even, I'm just saying it was yeah. weird. It was a weird thing. Right. And or a birthday. Right. It was either a birthday or a holiday. That's when I would lose my job. But, but even, then, still, even God still, still God would bless us with me with another job. It was almost like the door closed, the door opened. But that's how it is. And that's how it is. And mm-hmm. that's what I was saying, like, um, but when it just but I know people, they lose it, like, especially during this pandemic, there's been a lot of depression and a lot of grieving because people have lost their jobs and people have lost their homes. People have lost their, their everything. They've lost everything. And it's just been, it's just, I can't even imagine um, what they may be going through. 
And when I you're mean, going through that type of grief, that's even harder because you're yeah. trying to figure out how you're going to pay your bills, how you're going to, yeah. you know what I'm saying, take care feed your children, you know, just keep food on the table. Yeah. You know, and, and you're just like, man, I'm going to keep doing this. Mm-hmm. And you just don't know how. And you just, you just keep saying to yourself, like, why, why, why does this happen to me? Why is this happening to me? You know, I think and, the best thing when you're going through any type of grief, um, if you are, are a spiritual person, that's the time to really pray. You know what I'm saying? Pray and ask God to show you the direction he wants you to go in. As you know, show him, I mean, ask him to show you things that you can't see. Well, we, we tell the children this all the time in worship. We tell the children this all the time. Pray when things are going good. Mm-hmm. We actually tell them that they should pray more when the things are going good mm-hmm. than when things are going bad. Because we have a habit of when things are bad, that's when we seem to want to pray the most. Mm-hmm. But then as soon as it starts getting good again, we just we kind of ease off the throttle. Mm-hmm. We don't keep praying. We don't keep you know reading the Bible. We don't keep um, doing the things that we need to do to stay close to God. Right. And um, he's the true healer and the true um Fix of, of our lives that can get everything mm-hmm. back on on track, um, you know, and can help us get through the times of troubles that we may be going through, mm-hmm. or get us through the grief that we are experiencing. Any type of grief that you're experiencing, mm-hmm. he can, you know, pick us up and get us through that. So definitely, you know, you know, grief, grief is a hard thing, you know, and. When I see people in pain, all you want to do is try to help them get out of it. But, the, you know, the best thing you can do is pray for them. You know, and like and I think the best thing that the best thing to do when somebody's grieving and they come in and talking to you, sometimes it's best just not to say anything. Right. Just to sit there and listen. If they say, why are you not saying nothing? You can just say, listen, I'm just here to listen. Right. You know, be honest. It'd be like, I'm just here to listen mm-hmm. because. Nine times out of ten, you're gonna say something you shouldn't say. Because if Sometimes you do say you're something, gonna, you're gonna because it's just it's like it's human nature. Yeah, you always gonna be like it's gonna be okay. And at know? that time, they don't want to hear even, that. Even better yet, I I I remember when um I lost, I had a family member pass, and my parents told me they said to me, "Look, we're gonna go in this house. We're gonna go in this house. Do not say how are you feeling. Do not do it." They told me over and over and over again. I remember this as clear as day. I just remember this. Because what do you think as soon as I walked into the door? You said, how you feeling? I said, hey. How you feeling? How you, how you feeling? Oh, and that was it. And I was just like, oh, my parents warned me. Like, you know, because it was it was a trigger. Right. So. And people don't realize there's different triggers to yeah. certain things that you say to people that are grieving, whether it's recent or later you know what i mean you know it's just certain things you just sometimes just like like you said earlier just don't say nothing yeah don't say nothing just walk in nod give a hug um that was actually true they said don't say how you're doing and don't give a hug Mm. both those two things and (laughs) it was all over it was quiet it was tears everywhere wow but um you know everybody because everybody grieves differently you know, mm-hmm. some people will never let that grief go. They will yeah. keep that grief to the day they pass. Mm-hmm. Some people will grieve shortly and then it's over. They move on. 
Well, you do have a period where you feel you have, like I said, you have your good days and your bad days and you're feeling okay. And it's, it can be just, you know, a situation that happened that reminds you of something. Or, oh, yeah, definitely. You know yeah, what I mean? And then yeah. now you you feel like you right back into that that place that you thought you was, you was oh, out of. Birthdays, mm-hmm. holidays. Mm-hmm. Mostly birthdays and holidays. Those are the triggers that will always get you where people where people miss their whatever they're grieving over the most. Right. And that's with the death of a, of a family member or something like that. Or it don't even have to be family. It could be just a close friend. Right. It could be a um, an animal. People mm-hmm. grieve over animals. They do. It could be um, pets. Well, animals are pets. Yeah. Um, it could be just anything. Um, it, you know, people grieve over over the fact that I I grieve over. Um, not a grieve, but I make fun of it. But I, I make fun of my anniversary. You hate that anniversary. <laughs> <laughs> it's not grieving. I I think of it as a happy day. Right. But, um, you know, we all have anniversaries for things. You know what I'm talking about. Right. What am I talking about? But, yeah, that's what you're talking about. You don't want to even say what I'm talking about? <laughs> no. <laughs> <laughs> Come on. Uh, let's go to one of the listeners Come that are right here. You just left me out to try. Like, jeez, you left me out. Love we, you. We talked about it. I what know do I, what do I what do I give you? What do I make a joke about with the anniversary? Um, when you got deported? Yes. Yeah. And also... That's it. Yeah, no, I have another anniversary. Oh, really? What is it? Seven years ago. Well, two weeks after my birthday. I'll let it go. Oh, okay. Anyway, when I got my vasectomy. <laughs> what? I guess I I guess I went through a uh, grievance with that because sometimes I still be feeling like I want to know. No, baby. you went through a grievance stage postpartum with the children. Yeah. You definitely went through that phase. You went through a and I didn't and you held you you actually hit that very well because I didn't realize you was even grieving. Mm. You went through a grieving with that. I mean you act like you <laughs> goodness gracious. Yeah, you went through that. You you had that was another form of grieving. You was grieving because, you know, we lost our first child. Right. And you was, right. you, you was. I was in total. De- you don't I, because Pedro, I put it in, in, in behind my, my head because I totally, you know, decided to not think about it anymore because it just didn't happen. And I think I just, you know, anyway, I guess yes. I was in the point of denial. Yeah, you still, you still, you're in what is called denial grief because yeah. you're in denial. Yeah. Delay. You're in a delayed grief. Yeah. But yeah. Oh, you know, you was you was down because I already had two children. Right. You really want to have a child by me. Right. We had just got married. Mm-hmm. And um you were so happy when you found out, but then when they told you that, you know, it was a topic pregnancy, you you know, it just it um it just broke your heart. And for, for, having months, that, for right. months, you just having that type of pregnancy kind of went into a shell, right? Made me feel like I wasn't going to have kids, and that's all I ever wanted was to have a family. And, um, and the, yeah. the the thought of not being able to have a you know child maybe was like heart wrenching for me because I was like I want a child. But well, then we ended up having three beautiful children, right? Because I ended up having surgery. They had to take my my left tooth, and I only had fallopian one tooth. fallopian tooth. Mm-hmm. So I was like, how am I going to have a child just on one fallopian tooth? But then, God bless. Yeah, three. We mm-hmm. would have more, but then I went and it was like, snip, snip. <laughs> Get it done, baby. Get yeah. it done. Yeah. 
And that was the decision we made together. So I was happy with it. But sometimes I still have that the moment of, I want another baby. And Peter say, Tired, chill. <laughs> you, you did that a couple of weeks ago, about a month, a couple of weeks ago. I thought you lost your mind. <laughs> I said, You're grieving still. You're grieving off that first baby. Yeah, definitely. My goodness. You're grieving live. <laughs> but Frederica said, People will say, I don't I saw- know what to say. I would tell them you don't have to say it. Yeah, that's what I was saying. Sometimes you don't have to say anything. You just have to be there. Sometimes people just want to just um, vent and mm-hmm. just talk. Mm-hmm. You don't have to say a word. Just listen. If you just listen, then that they, they, that's all they need at that moment. That's all they they don't need nothing more than that. Right. That's all because you know they don't need. They already know. Me and you go through this sometimes. Uh, you. I'm telling you something, and you'll say something grieving. There, are a lot of times, you know why you're grieving. You just want to, you just want to, like you got that, you got like all this steam inside of you, all this buildup. Mm-hmm. You just want to, and so, so before you blow, you just got to get it out. Right. So you just got to talk. You just need somebody to talk to, to just to get it out. Mm-hmm. And then once you get it out, then then you then you can start the process of grieving. Right. And sometimes people like to talk about it over and over again, and it's nothing wrong with that either. It's about being patient. Oh, yeah. And compassionate. 20 years, 30 years later, they're still talking about mm-hmm. it. Yeah. And, and it's nothing wrong with it. That's no. how they deal with it. That's how they cope with it. And well, I think part of it, sometimes people grieve because they, if something happened in their life, sometimes if they was the cause of something happening in their life, mm-hmm. they never forgive themselves. Wow. They never forgive themselves for what has happened, mm-hmm. and so they grieve because they're like, "What if I would have did it this way? What if I would have did that way? What if? What if?" Mm-hmm. And you know, that's and when it when it comes to death, that that's what I was talking about the seven stages, right? You know, where it's shock and denial. Mm-hmm. Then you have the pain and guilt. Right. Then you have the anger and the bargaining. That that bargaining is when they say, "Oh, why can't you take me instead?" Right. You know, mm-hmm. you know, that's the classic, you know, take me instead or, you know, takes do something else, you know. Right. Then you go into the, the deep depression or to into depression where people don't realize you do get depressed from grief. Mm-hmm. And then you start after what then when you finally hit the bottom, some people do come up the upper term. Not everybody. Some people stay down there for a long time in that in that hole. Right. Um and then you then if you're able to get to the upper term and you can start recognizing and get through the grief then you can start reconstructing your life reconstructing and working through it mm-hmm. taking it day by day minute by minute second by second right and then after a while you 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 never it says acceptance but i don't agree i don't think you ever accept anything at some point in, in at some point as time go on you do at some point accept accept it because you know they're not coming back oh yeah okay so that's that, that that's what it is because you know you can cry about something right but at some point it's just they're just like getting a divorce you know that's true you ego you either gonna um work out your marriage and not get a divorce or get remarried and start over again people have done that yeah. or when you have a divorce and you got children involved and so now they're going through a period of, of grief because now both parents are not together. Yeah. Well, we didn't even talk about that, how it affects children. Yeah. And how grief can really, um, really, you know, affect the child's psyche 
mm-hmm. and upbringing and just that whole life, how it could change right. the way they are. Mm-hmm. We didn't even talk about that. Well, we could talk about it. Yeah. Well, I was segueing into you to say something. Yeah. So, you know, when you're going through a divorce and your children are trying to figure out why mommy and daddy is no longer going to be together, they got to now go from one house to the other house and having two rooms and two this and two that, but no longer having two parents that are together. I would say that's the hardest thing for some children to deal with, especially, I don't think it's an age limit to how to deal with parents that are divorced that have been together. Now, if you in, if you enter a marriage where you had some things going on with a ch- child or children have saw abuse or something going on, that something that you just had to get out of, then maybe that's different, but it's still a period of grief because they used to have two parent, parents there. Right? Would you say? Yes. So that's another um, thing as well. That is true. I was looking up some text while you was talking. Mm-hmm. Um, I definitely have, yeah, it was, it was definitely stages. Um, just thinking about growing up all the different stages of grief that I've been through right. and stuff. And um, I think sometimes people, they get a hard heart where they just become really stubborn and they're grieving, mm-hmm. but they, they don't want to admit that's the denial. They don't want to admit that they're grieving. So they just put on that, that, that face of, of hardness. Like, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm tough, I'm rough. I'm gonna, you know, especially males. Cause they tell us we're not supposed to cry. But why do why why is it that males don't, um, you know, show their side of being hurt? Because males are programmed and and conditioned from young. Think about it. When you when when a child was little mm-hmm. and they fall between a difference between a boy and a girl, mm-hmm. the boy falls. What did, what did most people say? Oh, don't 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 cry, don't fall. I mean, you know, not don't fall. cry, don't walk fall. it off, <laughs> walk it, it off. You'll be a man. Suck it off, be a man. Mm-hmm. You know, don't cry. But if a girl falls, oh, sweetie, it's okay. It's okay to cry. It's more compassion to us. Yeah, it's, it's okay to cry. Mm-hmm. It's all right. It's gonna be okay. Are you okay? Mm-hmm. Hey, let me help you. Let me carry you. Mm-hmm. It's the difference. It's, mm-hmm. it's just and then, you know, as a male. We're taught that you know we're the breadwinner, right? We're the provider. Mm-hmm. We're the we're the king of the house. We're the the um, person that's supposed to protect you. Mm-hmm. So if I'm the protect, and then TV has a big part of it, right? You don't see people on TV crying. Mm-hmm. And so I'm not supposed to cry. I'm supposed to be protecting you. How am I supposed to protect you from crying? Right. How am I supposed to you know provide for my family from crying? But holding all of that in is not good. No, it's not good at all. No, no. That's where that's where you come in. Mm. That's where the spouse comes in. Um, in some instances, the spouse helps. You help me a lot, right? With my grieving, and because I was definitely when I met you, I was definitely in grief, right? Um, denial. You, you think you go through um, grief by being neglected as well? Oh yeah. Oh yeah, you can definitely go into to, to grief with, with being neglected or thinking being neglected because you're not recognizing that you're not being accepted by the person that you think. Right, but then should. sometimes you are being accepted, but you're so you're so stuck on that you're not getting away that you 
you can misconstrue it to you're grieving for the wrong reason. Right. And you actually shouldn't have been grieving at all. Mm. But yeah, um, definitely. Um, you can grieve for not being accepted and stuff. Um, it's just, it's amazing how in life you can just um, go through, you go through all these different stages of grieving and you don't even realize that you've been through, like in a week, you've been through like 10 stages. You don't even realize you've been. You've been through we, it all. Yeah, yeah. You've been through, we, I think we grieve almost every day. Mm -hmm. um, and just things that go on in our life, we grieve, you know, and it's just, it's just a part of life. But that's where God comes in. Right. And that's what God, you know. But what about people that are not spiritual? You got people that are not spiritual people that don't, you know, believe or whatever. So God they still have protects a, them too. That's true. But I'm saying they have other ways that they cope with it. You know. Well, even us. I mean, even as even as, as Christians, we use we talk about getting um like for me, getting a, um somebody to talk to. Right. Um it's good to you know, I could talk to you about everything, mm -hmm. but because of your concern for me, you may sometimes it can it can mess up your your response to me. Mm. If you have somebody else that you can talk to, a professional, right? Um, and when I say, I mean even a pastor, uh, um, elder, um, a paid professional, um, right? It can help you to be better because you can, even though you may know the answer. You may already know the answer to the question. You just need somebody else to help you get that answer out mm. and help you on your path from grieving. Right. So it's always good to, if you need to go and get that help from somebody else, then you know, it's, it's, it's you know, like, like sometimes you can, something happens in a marriage and you just think that is the end of the marriage. Mm -hmm. You're grieving there. Yeah. You're grieving there because you're like, and it's gonna it's gonna end then you start worrying and sometimes yeah you be like you're right you're grieving before the divorce even happened because you know at some point you know what i'm saying it's gonna gonna be gone mm -hmm. you know what i'm saying that loss of income or that loss of just having somebody there you know but actually no because sometimes it's not even really that that serious but you because you're you're already grieving over something that hasn't even happened right it then can manifest into more grieving and more problems because you're 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 pushing it along you're like oh this is going to happen it hasn't even happened but you're thinking it's going to happen mm -hmm. so um that's what i was saying in the sense of but what you say was right too i mean it was just more like you just you just be worrying about you just start worrying about the wrong things right and i think while we it's good to grieve that's the main thing it's you good to grieve but course. i wouldn't suggest um drinking your way out of your Grieving. I wouldn't suggest going to any type of narcotics, drugs, liquor, whatever, to to um that actually just puts you to, down. to digress your pain. Because after after you finish doing that, when you wake up, you're still gonna have that same situation. You know what I mean? It's not yeah. gonna go away. It's now learning how to cope with it, learning how to deal with it, you know, putting yourself with people that's going in actuality, you know, listen. Some, you know, when like when it comes to going back to death, when somebody passes away that was close to you, a family member, mm -hmm. and you're grieving, and you grieve every year on their birthday or on a holiday, right? That you know, in the strange, in the way, that's somebody's way of 
of remembering that person. Right. That's how they keep a piece of them in their heart. That person will always be in your heart. Mm -hmm. That person will always be there. Mm -hmm. Will always be connected to you. Right. But it becomes a point where you realize that that person is always in your heart and you just miss them. Yeah. It's okay to miss people. It's okay. It's okay to miss people. It's okay to to wish that person was there because mm -hmm. you know your relationship. Who knows what your, your relationship could have been without could have been your, your confidant where you right. talked about everything. Mm -hmm. Now you don't have that person no more. Right. Or anytime you have an issue or a problem, you can go talk to that person, and they could be the person that will bring you back from the from the ledge of the walk the, you, right. know, walk you off the ledge because mm -hmm. you're about to walk off. Right, and now that that person is no longer here, they can no longer do that for you. Right, um, you know, in life, it's weird though, because you may lose one, but God will put another person there for you. Yes, He will. But you have to look for it. Mm -hmm. You have to. You have to. And sometimes, don't, 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 and sometimes so you don't be looking for it. Sometimes right. they be right no, no. there. Like I said, you don't have. You don't always have to look for it. Sometimes right. it's right there. Mm -hmm. and you can't. You just can't let people. Um, don't let the grief overtake you where you don't see it. Right. You know, pay attention. I would say acknowledge your pain. Acknowledge your grief. Yeah. Know that it's that it happened. Mm -hmm. Know that they're gone, even though it's hard. But just 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 acknowledge it. Don't don't be in the fact of where you just completely totally just out of it where you just in so much denial that you don't even realize that they're not there anymore. Because now you're not helping yourself to get to the next step that you need to get to. You know. And talk about it. We mm -hmm. have we have people now that probably won't even look at this because it talks about grief, right? And they miss or they they already they're fighting with it, so they won't look at this because of this program. But it's been close it, to the it's holidays bring too. Back, it's going to bring back so many memories. That's why I wanted mm -hmm. to do it because you know the loss of a loved one, the loss of a family member, the loss of an animal, the loss of a marriage, the loss of a money, job. the mm -hmm. loss of a job, the loss of anything. It's a serious thing. Right, it is. But, you know, I guess the whole purpose of this was to get to this point of that, do all of that, you know, know that God still has, God still has your back. Mm -hmm. And I know people, you know, some people say, well, God didn't, you know, keep, you know, help me keep my job or God didn't help me, um, my loved ones stay alive or, you know, but it, I said this before and, and you know, Things happen. Things happen for a reason. We don't always understand why they happen, mm -hmm. but things happen for a reason. There's people out there losing their children every day. There's people out there losing their mothers and their fathers jobs. every day. Their houses. jobs, their houses, losing everything they own, losing you know just things that we take for so much granted, mm -hmm. you know. And we just you know we have to recognize that grief. And recognize, you know, the loss, but know this: that God is still with us, and He's still helping us get through this. Right. And you know, as they say, He doesn't give you more than you can bear. And um, so, with that in mind, we have to understand that even with the lost, you know, of of love, the loss of something, that something or something, something or someone, right? Um, that is is. God, God has got a plan. Mm -hmm. it's, he's got a plan. You know, um, I'm a firm believer. Sometimes, you know, um, God let things happen because it could be worse. 
as easy as hard as that may seem to as hard as that may seem to comprehend, to, yeah. to comprehend it could be worse for the person mm -hmm. especially if they're in a lot of pain mm -hmm. and suffering um and i just you know and but that's still how you can handle the grief and how you can handle that loss is mm -hmm. up to you right um, you know i'm not gonna as i said now i'm not gonna ever say oh why are you still you know thing because i learned a lesson right so i just wanted to just say a, a bible verse okay that i was looking up okay and um uh, Joshua 1 9, have I not commanded you, be strong and courageous, do mm -hmm. not be frightened, and do not be dismayed, for the Lord your God is with you wherever you go. Mm -hmm. So that, I just wanted to give a couple. Um, my, this is one of my favorite ones, which is Proverbs 3 5 and 6. And okay. it's trust in the Lord with all your heart, and do not lean on your own understanding. In all your ways, acknowledge him, and he shall direct thy path. Um, you know, that's. To me, that one is strong for me because just whenever you're lost, um, we was talking earlier and I was saying whenever I'm lost, I, I always feel I'm lost. So I, I let God direct me in everything we do. Right. Tyler will tell you in, in our life, I've done things where it's just like, why did you do that? I'm like, because it just felt right. Mm -hmm. God just kind of just told me to do it or he just opened the door. You know, God opens doors. You have to learn to recognize it and walk through. Mm -hmm. And He also um, closes he, them, right? But that's my that was my next point. Mm -hmm. If you does he, if you if you think you if you open the door yourself, you start walking through that door, and that door shuts shut. Turn around and walk up into direction. That's all I'm going to say. <laughs> right. Try to keep that door open because mm -hmm. that's not where God wants you to go. Mm -hmm. And um, I just you know I I really believe in that, right? And I really think that you know that that's one of the things that we should always do um is always trust in the lord mm -hmm. you know lean um, not on your own understanding yes in all that ways yes acknowledge him mm -hmm. and, like that, that. Mm -hmm. and we got psalms 27 1 which is the lord is my light and my salvation whom should i fear i was just thinking about that the one. lord is the stronghold of my life of whom shall i be afraid so as long as you have God behind you, right? There's no reason to be afraid. Mm -hmm. There's no reason to fear. Um, it's okay to grieve because you're gonna miss people. You're gonna miss things. You're gonna miss that moment. That moment in that moment. But let God take that grief away from you, and He will direct your path, and He will help you through whatever issue, whatever problems you may be having. Right. He will um, comfort you. He will um, direct you, and I just, you know, I really believe in that, and I just really want to push that thought across because I just want people to understand that and and comprehend that, and just, you know, know that 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 is the number one thing that we have in life is God, definitely, and then family. Mm -hmm. And you know, like we just wanted to come on here and give some words of encouragement to. To someone we're not no professionals or anything like that we just, no we're just talking we're, we're just, nowhere near professionals mm -hmm. we're just talking and um, putting it out there just wanted mm -hmm. to just th we just thought about this and we just said we just wanted to just give our thoughts on grief mm -hmm. um like i said it's been a, a week it's been a rough couple of weeks mm -hmm. um where people have lost 
um, a loved one. And it's been hard because some of them were friends, some were family. Mm -hmm. And um, and even then, even, even grieving in the fact of losing family members that are alive. Oh, you know what? Yeah, that's, that's a great point. Not all the time grief is death or someone is not there. It could be a person that's actually still living, still breathing, but you're just no longer connected. There's another part of grieving as well, because now that connection, that relationship is now gone. It's now severed. Mm -hmm. And you, you want it to be connected. You want but it to work, yeah. You want it to work, but if it takes, just like in a marriage, it takes two people. Mm -hmm. If one person, if one person is um, not willing to make it work, it's not going to work. It's not going to happen. And so then you go to that form of grieving, mm -hmm. and you go to that form of loss. And um, so as, as we said, we've been talking about death the whole time, and yeah. forgot that it actually even affects the living. It does. So yeah, so you know, you, even the living, you 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 can be grieving you, even though the person is alive. Oh yeah, mm -hmm. definitely. And so you know, it, it's it's one of those things. But you know, it could be that you're not talking to your, a child no more that you had, and you no longer have that relationship with them anymore, or took care of, or whatever the situation may be. Or well, that was my situation. Mm -hmm. I, I grieved for a while when I first met you, and I had to go through that. Um, for the for the different reasons, I had to stop talking right. to my son, mm -hmm. and it hurt. I definitely grieved for a while. I definitely was in pain. Right. But years later, we reconnected, and now we, you know, we talked it out, and we had an understanding where each one was coming from. And, right. Um, we've been able to work it out. So it does, it does get better. It does work. I mean, it does. You can grieve for a while, but then God does have a way of bringing it back together. Mm -hmm. That's why I that's why I always say that even when you lose, when you start grieving of the loss of a life of somebody that's alive, right? You know, God has a way of making it making it work where you can go back um and rekindle right. that relationship at some point. Mm -hmm. It just takes time. Sometimes you need a break. Right. Sometimes you need some time alone. Sometimes mm -hmm. it's just what is supposed to happen. Right. And use that time to 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 meditate to God, meditate on yourself. And even if you're not a believer, to to just take that time for yourself to to think things out. Yeah. You know? Yeah, it is. And actually sometimes sit back and think, what part did you have? What part did you play? Did you play? Mm -hmm. And then realize and then be man enough or woman enough to to acknowledge say, it. To acknowledge it. Yeah. And then you you know, then you can express that. And if the person still doesn't is not receptive to it, I mean you did all you can do. Yeah. So I mean that's that's how I look at things in life and that's it, that aspect is just be honest and as truthful as possible and mm -hmm. just try to tell people how you feel, but don't hold back. Yeah. Tell them, you know, exactly how don't you hold it in. No, people respect you more when you tell them the truth than when you lie to them. Mm -hmm. Sometimes they want you to lie to them, but they really don't want you to lie to them. <laughs> but, so, yeah. but, yeah, so um, I did. But, you know, thank you guys so much for hanging here with us and 
while we talk about this important subject that, that a lot of people don't touch on. And um, I'm hoping that someone takes something from it. And yeah, and you be blessed to anyone that watched this later, listen to it later on the podcast. Yes. And um, and thank you for watching. Thank you so much again. Thanks everyone for watching. Um, support us um, as we try to, we are trying to broaden out this ministry mm -hmm. um, into some things. We are on AventusRadioLondon.com right. at four o'clock British time in London. Is Aventus Radio London? Mm -hmm. um, also, go on there. Um, we need to probably put the link up one day. Okay, we'll put the link up. Oh, AventusRadioLondon.com, and there's a lot of Aventus shows on there. We have uh, the Ray Hope Show. We have um, Talking Point, which I'm also a part of. We also mm -hmm. have um, Mark Gray, who's a brilliant guy that does. Um, different movies and stuff. And he has a show on there. Um, just go on, you can look up on the website. You can see all the different um, pages. We have a lady named Claudia. I think she does business. Mm -hmm. And also Pastor Ray also does a prayer line on Fridays at six, pretty standard time. Um, we just have a lot of things going on there. And so we like to support our um, other black ministries and other ministries, not even black, even it doesn't matter, black and white doesn't matter. We just want to support whoever we feel has a right to be supported. And hopefully we'll see you next week. God willing. God willing. Yeah. Tell your friends, tell your neighbors, and tell your enemies. <laughs> and, and this is this is Tara. This is Pedro. And this is the God is Real and Raw Talk Show. <laughs> real and Raw Talk Show. Peace out. Peace out. Later. This is Pedro. This is Tara. And welcome to the Goddard's Real and Raw talk show. Do, 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 do.